Not a deluge. <laughs> oh, come on. That's how you say it. <laughs> no, it's... Oh, that <laughs> you definitely say it, deluge. Damn it. We're never going to do this episode. <laughs> situated here. Get situated. Yup. You ready? Everybody ready? Find you good? a place yeah. in your chair. You sure? Yes. <laughs> Don't sound so thrilled to be here, Parker. <laughs> okay. Are we um, doing this? Yes. Let's go. All right, fine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Enter the Critic, uh, a podcast where each week we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Uh, this week we are watching Thor 2. There's no two in the title. Yeah, there's no two in the title. Thor the, the Dark World. The Dark World. Thor the Dark World. I'll, I'll sucks <laughs> My name's Chris Klump. With me, as always, Oh, Matt Shaver. Matt Shaver. Just, oh, thrilled, just thrilled to be here. <laughs> thrilled. And, of course... Parker, welcome. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome oh, to oh, oh, glad. Oh, glad you're excited. Yeah, great. dude, this is so great. 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 Parker, so great. Parker emailed me. He said, this is the high point of his week. <laughs> No, I, I, no, I said I, I only have to get high at one point in my week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always wondered why show. you had like I was wondering like, why you had like a bottle of Vicodin by you yeah, while well, you record. You, know, you got to do something. <laughs> <Make it through. laughs> you got to do something to dull the pain. Yeah, when you know Chris reveals that he knows Carlton's real name, it's like yeah. it's is it, real is that sad. That Alfonso <laughs> Rivera, jeez. I'm just saying, how is it that I can remember that guy's name, but I can't remember my wife's birthday? <laughs> Chris, I'm, I'm just glad some of us have lives, you know? I'm just glad some of us have, have the ability to be human beings that mm-hmm. don't focus all their energies on memorizing uh, actors and old TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, the world would grind to a halt. <laughs> listen, listen. Every man was put on this earth for something. <laughs> <laughs> Every man has a destiny. <laughs> Mine is to remember, <laughs> remember Alfonso Rivera's name. You could, you could have a very similar... Uh, trailer maybe Darren Aronofsky could do a movie about you <laughs> the epic story of one man who remembered the name of people that people forgot you must listen to his voice <laughs> he will tell you the names of long forgotten actors on TV sitcoms none of it will matter <laughs> none of it will matter why should I do it I don't know Yes, my, 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 my ability is to remember all actors who did guest spots on Star Trek episodes. <laughs> Chris, I actually uh, gave you an extreme compliment tonight. Whoa. Oh, I was wow. speaking with a uh, friend of the show, Brian Ross. Oh, yes, um, yes. Earlier. Who's actually a pastor and still listens to this show, by the way. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> uh, Imagine that. And I said, you listening to you talk about film, particularly from like the decades like before the '80s, is just like sitting in a film class. Wow! And I said it in a way that didn't make it sound like you were just a, an asshole sitting in the front of the classroom, <laughs> just being like, "All right, open your film book, to page 372." What you people don't understand was film was so much better before <laughs> you were born. Movies suck today. Yeah, it's Steven Spielberg. He's all right, but he's no Kubrick. Am I? Am I right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got a test coming up this Friday. Hope you're prepared. <laughs> Hope you're prepared. Uh, I'm glad to hear that because uh, uh, Parker's wife asked me to teach. Yes, a he said that. Brian of, said uh, that. of her film class, and I instantly went, oh, crap, "What am I going to talk about?" <laughs> 
She said, pick a movie you think every kid should see. And I instantly picked five movies, but she's like, you can't show any of them. <laughs> I was like, None yeah, of those are appropriate. 13-year-olds totally want to watch Yajimbo. No, it wasn't inappropriate. It would just be oh, boring. Just, yeah, okay. But like, hey, kids, do you know what Brazil was? <laughs> kids would be like, we don't care at all. Right. So, all right. Well, before we get into uh, Thor, let's get into some news. Some news. Hit me. All right. So, uh, after guarding the galaxy, Chris Pratt is in talks to join Jurassic World. I don't know how hmm. excited you guys are for this, but Chris Pratt is one of my favorite characters from the show Parks and Recreation. He is great. He is great. And um, so, and after the idea of him being a guardian, guardian of the galaxy. I'm excited to see that he's doing more movies because he's a cool guy. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Jurassic World, I'm assuming. Do you know anything about I know nothing about Jurassic What's World. The fourth sequel in the Dinosaur Action Adventure. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know yeah. anything about I it. Mean, yeah, it's I, obviously I, a fourth sequel I, to Jurassic Park. I do, yeah, I do know the basic premise. Uh, Jurassic World is going to sort of play off the idea of like Disneyland versus Disney World. So this is going to be uh, a scenario where th- there is actually a park that's up and running. And it's like a huge, you know, sprawling area. And it's actually, I think it's, it's supposed to take place. And it's place. already successful. Like, it's, it's successful. People are already going. Let me and guess, did something go wrong? Something go wrong? No, no. It's that's actually, the, it's actually the more like a fictional documentary. That should be the movie. That should be the movie right <laughs> no, there. It's just the everything goes right. Actually, of actually running interestingly a park. enough, they're, they're treating it as like a documentary slash, uh, you know, exploratory <laughs> thriller where they oh, look into great. like the mistreatment of dinosaurs. Oh, no. <laughs> How like you know no, they would really be, what would be better if it'd be like until something went wrong and then it's like due to a mismanagement of funds they weren't able to keep running the park and it's like a, just like other stuff not the dinosaurs some, yeah, they get foreclosed like on trouble. some 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 middle like lower CEO guy would been like you know doing some fund uh, uh, mi- misappropriation yeah yeah he exactly. made off with millions. <laughs> Oh no! How insider? T- yeah, that's it. The, 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 um, um, the sir, the one guy gets caught for insider spared, trading and they shut we've it all down. Far too many expenses. <laughs> <laughs> this place doesn't reach code. <laughs> uh, Damn it, man! You can't run a, t- a worldwide business the same way you run a flea farm, a flea, <laughs> a flea circus. circus. Oh, uh, well, that's ex- that, that's exciting. When uh, they have a date? Is it? I mean, I'm assuming it's not even in pre-production yeah, yet. It's just talks. So. All right, well, that's cool. We don't, we're not looking for that for a while, but also uh, Mission Impossible 5 joins Woo! the crowded 2015 calendar on Christmas Day. Uh, who's on that? Who's directing it? Do they have a director? Um, uh, Yeah, uh, Chris, Christopher McCarary. Hmm. I don't know who that yeah, is. I'll okay, stop, well, I'm not sure who he is. I'll look it up. Okay, Christopher McCarary <laughs> is Edge of Tamar, Giant Slayer, um, the Taurus Valkyrie. Well, that's writer. So, okay, here's director. Oh, okay, yeah, I was about to say. Jack Reacher in the way of the guns. <laughs> Not really much. Ooh, Interesting, because Jack Reacher. Mission Impossible 4, I believe, was Brad, Brad Bird, Bird. Yep. which is what made it awesome. Oh, made it really yeah. awesome. Uh, so I don't know how much I'm maybe Maybe I'm going to have to subtract that woo, because yeah. uh, I was, I mean, I Mission Impossible, the first Mission Impossible, was good, mm-hmm. but I revisited it, and it does not hold up. It is a very 90s movie. (laughs) Well, 
Mission Impossible is a weird series because far and away the third and the fourth movies are like like trounce the other movies. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Which is really weird for that to happen in a movie series. But they're the definitely second one like, was John Woo. Yes, and it which was is bad. really sad. It was really, so really bad. Uh, well, the did, third one. I mean, was... let's all be honest. John Woo hasn't made a lot of good movies. I'm not sure who did the third ago. one, no, but it no. had Philip Seymour Hoffman as a bad guy, which yeah. made it awesome. I yeah, thought the third was one so was. Um, Oh, crap. Why can't I remember his name now? The guy I get it. I get it. I get it. It is J.J. Abrams. Yeah. There you go. Start, yeah. J.J. Right. Well, Abrams. Case in point. Yeah. Um, so third and fourth one had like awesome directors and, and really did a phenomenal job. And, yeah. yeah. And great actors, too. Um, so I don't I don't see them keeping that, you know, that pace. I don't yeah, From I don't what I remember, Jack Reacher. I mean, I didn't see Jack Reacher. I heard people talk about Jack Reacher. And it was it just like, looked like a Tom Cruise movie. Yep. But it was <laughs> apparently it was super right wing. Like oh really? Like sickeningly right wing. That's interesting. But he, like let's look though. I mean, this brings up a good point. 2015 Christmas Day. Here's what we got so far: Mission Impossible Five, right. Avengers: Age of Ultron, <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Oh boy! Tomorrowland, Fantastic Four, Ted Two, Terminator Five, Ant Man. And the Hunger Games Mocking Jay Part Two, Pixar's the they're good, separating it. Pixar's the Good Dinosaur, Assassin's Creed, and Jurassic oh World. So this movie's gonna get swallowed. Hold on, hold on. I just didn't realize. I, I didn't realize until now that they're doing. Yeah, the, they're doing it in two. The worst book they're splitting into two. Yes. Of okay, is this are. like a new rule now? Yeah, you that, have like to do any it. Well, film adaptation. Dude, hey. it's so much more money. money. I know, money, <laughs> money, it's just money. It's. Not the last chapter isn't always like the longest right. and the one that needs to be most fleshed out. Like mm-hmm. it's just no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like it either. But it's the way it gets, it's get like, used to it. It's, it's like happen. Peter thanks Jack- Harry Potter. Uh, what's his name? Uh, was that was that, was that the pa- first one that did that? Harry Potter with the last one being two parts. Yeah, I was gonna say Peter Jackson. Yeah. was like the last person to just be like, here's a movie. Here's the third movie. Well, yeah, it's, it's really long, but it's one. But movie. it's one movie. But now yeah. he's now he's doing Hobbit in three in three parts. parts. One the shortest part. book. <laughs> I love that. No, that that uh, unfortunately, if if like, but yeah, that that's what we're looking for for December. This movie's gonna get swallowed alive. December yeah. 2015 is gonna be insane. I don't know how these other movies like that. They they can't possibly release the Avengers and Ant Man anywhere day. near each other. No, right. that can't happen. They're, that's the, like a because people are going to go to the Avengers and they're going to not give two shits about that's cannibalization. Ant-Man. Right. <laughs> Although, uh, I will say, Ant Man will be a drastically different film oh, than I'm, most of the Marvel films. Oh, I'm, oh, it would I'm sorry, have to be. I, I did, I did misread. This. this is for 2015, obviously, like, like, like late 2015, not just Christmas. Okay. But, uh, oh, okay. okay. This is okay, the whole okay. year. This is or the or like last, at least the last half, like of last year. half of the year. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that anyway. changes things, but still. That's a, that's a lot pretty, of movies. That's a pretty extensive movie run. Yeah, and you know some of those movies are definitely going to be a Christmas release, right? To, you know, to get that mm-hmm. huge. Oh, absolutely, crowd. absolutely, yeah. Avengers, yeah. I think, is going to be a, a great a, Christmas release. Uh, yep, Christmas Day, <laughs> perfect time for a huge <laughs> comic book blockbuster. Okay, so next lines around the block. Uh, Judd Apatow will be teaming with Key and Apatow. Peele. Oh, okay. uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's Apatow. It is Apatow? I've always pronounced oh, it Apatow. I've heard, oh. Judd. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this this from the guy who uh, said Ra- Ralph Fine. Ralph. Yeah, Ralph. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm honestly. Ra- okay, Ralph, Ralph Finesse. 
Ralph. Ralph I said I said Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> Which is the biopic. Common English. Biopic. All right, yeah, that, that is Biopic, I can't get I just, So anyway, I just Judd Apatow will be teaming with Key and Peele to write oh. a comedy. Now, I don't know if you know Key and Peele, yes, but they yes, are pretty They are hilarious. pretty funny. Um, you, if you haven't checked out their Les Mis sketch, it's pretty amazing. I've but, seen a few sketches of theirs. They're, it's pretty funny. Yeah, they're, they're great, and so that's that's going to be exciting because they're a good, young, fresh, you know, comedy, mm-hmm. new to the comedy yeah, scene. Yeah. So I, I I would look forward to seeing a movie and Judd Apatow stuff. I mean, I, it's usually in my I, I I can pick his stuff apart. Like I can I can nitpick his stuff, right. but like it's fun. It, it usually right. lands. It's good. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah like it's lands, all right. It's usually a a good time. I laugh, but like I I don't think. A few I, of his mo- movies or shows have, I I love, and then everything else I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's good. Most of his most of the, the biggest nitpick I have with most Jed Apatow stuff is his stuff is usually too long. Um, like comedy for a comedy com- movie c- comedies in my opinion need to be a solid ninety yep, minutes. I agree. Uh, so, oh boy, here it so comes. I looked, <laughs> oh god! I looked up. All right, I'll see if I can crank this loud enough. I looked up uh, how if to. If not, I can put it in in post. Yeah, I looked up how to pronounce. Judd Apatow, Apatow, and uh, <laughs> I found it on pronouncehow.com, oh and this boy, is the result. <laughs> hey, we were all wrong. <laughs> we, we were all dead wrong. Apparently, it's, Judd Apatow. Apparently, it's Jug Potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> you say Apato, I say Apato. <laughs> So, so yeah, that anyway that that'll be fun. A ni- nice, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, now this <laughs> is sounded cool till I realized who this director was. But okay, well, uh, hit, hit a, with it. what about a Scarface style Napoleon biopic? A Napoleon biopic? You mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, you biopic. Mean biopic thing. But yes, a Napoleon biopic. Like Scarface, like sounds awesome. That sounds great. Actually, like, that yes. sounds really that cool. Sounds like, really cool. Because yeah. like Napoleon's an interesting guy. Like he's he's mm-hmm. like yeah. this famous conqueror and's done you know semi horrible things in the yeah. process of conquering. Right, right. But right. he was very like yeah. single minded and was able to lead and all right. that stuff. And to do a Scarface style thing sounds really really cool. Yes. Till I realize it's Rupert Sanders, um, who you might know from. Oh, uh, the Snow White and the Huntsman. So, See, well, now I mean that's get, not the worst. See, did, yeah, I did. I, yeah. it was fine. It was. I feel eh. like the. I feel like the, like the, you know, what's her name, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. wasn't that great of a no. lead. I, you know, everybody else did a good job. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit like meandery, but it was overall okay. But it wasn't like yeah. this is so good. No, it, like, it, I, it, I thought it, it wasn't was a good. train wreck either. True. Um, and and apparently the only thing he did before that is commercials. So like I guess like if you go from commercials to that, right? That's a good first. Hey, step. listen, they can't all be David Fincher, yeah, all right? They I can't agree. all go from commercials to well, Alien Three. Okay, yeah, maybe this guy is. Like, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the only the only thing that's exciting is that um, the Do they have any names attached to it other yeah, than the, him? The script uh, for uh, the the writer will be um, from AMC's The Killing. Oh, okay. The guy who writes for that, which is a really good show. I've heard good things. You should things. definitely check it out. And so, um, and also he's been linked with um, Breaking Bad writer and producer George Mastris. So, you know. It, could be, it could be interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really like the premise. I really yeah. like the idea yeah. of a Napoleon biopic. That's 
biopic. Um, <laughs> and then done in 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 the form of uh, uh, Scarface, which would be very interesting to watch. So hopefully they'll pull it off. And just last quick bit of news, because this is just too ridiculous not to mention, that Warner Brothers will be developing a Temple Run movie. Oh. Temple Run, I don't know if you know, but it's a cell phone game <laughs> where <laughs> you are running and you press the screen to make him jump. It's like, imagine making a movie based on... Uh, oh, like Pitfall. <laughs> right, Pitfall, but like even even less of like stuff going well, on. Like there's no control. You're just, it's literally a puzzle game. Not a puzzle game. It's literally a reaction come game. On, you, like you're just like... You, like scoff, you scoff at the idea, <laughs> but I'm really interested to see how they will capture the human drama <laughs> found within Temple Run. That I mean, is, what 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 is that guy's motivation, you know? What running. what makes him He's running. In he's but running. why? Why is he running? Cuz he has a jewel. That's what happens at the beginning of the game. But is the jewel or some sort is of the jewel real artifact. or is it an ideal that he's striving for? These are this, the kind of questions that this you film You know what he's ask. striving for? To make an insane amount of money off of a 99 cent. <laughs> this, this is okay, this is, okay well first off a Temple Run movie is not a guarantee. No, no, like, no, I mean, no, no, I'm no. saying the game made like a whole bunch of money off oh, of it. But okay. this this is further proof that Hollywood at this point the the studios are are just going off of sheer and total brand recognition. It is. I give I give us six months before we get news of an Angry Birds movie. No, I'm surprised. No. The actually, I'm really surprised we don't have an I'm Angry Birds. Movie. I thought there was. I thought there was like an story. animated movie. Yeah, an, an Angry Birds. Oh, movie. I thought that was God, already. I, well, I think I'm that, tired of making jokes already that are like ridiculous, a, and then you guys saying, "No, this is totally going to happen." Uh, no, no, I, I think Angry, Angry Birds yeah. is already like a. Like a thing, like an animated thing for kids or something. Like, yeah, I could be completely wrong, but like I feel like I remember seeing something where it was like they had like episodes of something. But this well, is gonna, this at is the very be... least, Angry Birds has like a loose story <laughs> to it. Like Temple Run doesn't Temple Run, have th- that. And, and look, yes, the budget's gonna be set at like twenty <laughs> mil. <laughs> like it's a it's a run and collect points game. Like you just press a button over and over and over to jump. And collect the most points. Are we going to get a Bejeweled movie soon? Right, or a Candy Crush. Like, exactly. Like, all these people. Like, anytime somebody plays a, a lot of a, of a mindless game, like Farmville, yeah. we're going to see a yeah, Farmville exactly. movie. Guys, guys are just so close-minded. I mean, I bet this is how people think when they, you know. I'd rather see a Minecraft movie. <laughs> a Minecraft movie. The, but the the producer they got attached to it is David Heyman, who is the entire Harry Potter series. Uh, we... Were the Millers and Gravity? Maybe he took this I mean, as like a personal challenge. Like, <laughs> hey, let's see what I can do. Ah, with this. Why not? Let's see what I can do with this. Either that, or it was like a drunken bet going going wrong. Yeah, yeah he lost. Like, he lost something. He's like, it was a gentleman right. between producers. If you beat me, I'll make a movie out of that. What's that game where you're that guy and you're just running the whole? Not Sonic. <laughs> you know what Sonic is? Shut up, Ted. <laughs> Temple Run. I'm gonna make a fucking Temple Run movie, and it's gonna be awesome. I can see that. I can just see them being next morning. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I need to do some convincing. The next movie is gonna be Fruit Ninja. That's the next Ninja. <laughs> the big sequel to Temple Run <laughs> from the makers. Brought but you but here's the thing, Run. though. Like they have the brand recognition, like you're talking about, and I guess like if if you play your cards right, you could just make. Like, you could create another Indiana Jones-esque franchise. Do you know? Like, you could draw from all the, like, crazy, right. like, you know, Tomb Raider-type, archaeology-type 
you know, craziness and just try to make like a really fun movie and it could end up being good and then you just tap Temple Run name on it. But you know they're not going to do that. They're just going to try to make the the best movie they the the cheapest best movie they can make to make the most money. You guys think they're going to have terrible? one of those uh POV cameras and it's just him running <laughs> or a shot that's going to be a shot of just him taking off running. <laughs> So, yeah, that's anyway. what I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, that's you we'll know see. what? I just realized what this movie is going to be. It's just going to be parkour the movie. <laughs> right. Well, it's not Mirror's Edge. It's just jumping. Well, what else? He, well, what else is he but do? to be fair, parkour the movie, District 13, and and the sequel are awesome. Yeah, and I mean the beginning <laughs> of Casino good. Royale is just yes. parkour yes. the movie, and yes. that's awesome. Yes. But I'm saying like the whole movie. Right. Like, yeah. No. No. Yeah. no. Well, District 13 is pretty much the whole movie, but it, they're both really good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to some trailers here. Uh, first trailer we saw for uh, this this episode was uh, Noah. No. Oh, uh, no. Uh, All right. <laughs> the biblical Noah suffers visions of an apocalyptic deluge. Do you really need to read the story? And taste. <laughs> Hold on. Not hey, okay. let's not be religiousists. Right. Yep. Some people in our audience True. might be Taoists. <laughs> uh, the biblical Noah suffers visions of an apocalyptic deluge and takes measures to protect his family from the coming flood. All right, this movie stars uh, a cavalcade of celebrities. Would you say a deluge of celebrities? Uh, I would say a deluge. A, de- <laughs> a, del- a deluge, <laughs> not a delude. I mean, I mean, I could guess I could be very wrong. I'm, I, I'm, you know. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm gonna sit back and let let you two duke this one out till I. Not to mention, I got a few. Deluge. Where's the accent deluge. mark? There is no accent mark. No, like in the pronunciation key. There should be an accent mark over one of the syllables. Oh, it wasn't in the YouTube video. <laughs> but it's deluge. Is that what you said? What'd you say? I can't even. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even remember what English is. Enter, enter the pronunciation critic. No, deluge, deluge, or deluge. deluge. It's deluge. The we were best both wrong. Episode. Ever. Yes, we were all wrong. We need. We need to keep going and find another word. <laughs> Anyway, we can't pronounce. Uh, the stars of this movie, uh, top build is Emma Watson, oddly enough. It could be in order of appearance. All right, well, I'll take something. that too. Uh, Emma Watson, Logan Lerman, Jennifer Connelly, Anthony Hopkins, Russell Crowe. Um, yeah, I totally didn't know Anthony Hopkins was in this. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, he plays Methuselah. Methuselah. The second I saw him, like, of course he's gonna be Methuselah. Yeah. I, well, I thought I when I was watching the trailer, I was like, "Is that Noah's dad?" <laughs> like, Noah, <laughs> you have to build the ark like God said. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay, Odin's um, son, Odin's, <laughs> build me this ark. Um, but yeah, all all those all those actors, I like. I've I've seen them in things that I like. Now, so. the interesting thing about this movie is that at first glance, i.e. this trailer, it looks like it's going to be somewhat faithful to the story as told in Genesis. Right. Yes. This, of course, has pissed off a lot of the internet atheists that the very idea of a biblical story just makes them go, If I wanted to watch a fairy tale movie, I'd go back and watch Wizard of Oz. But interesting, okay. interestingly enough, but Wizard of Oz is a movie, so like, why can't Noah be a movie? Right. It, well, no. But interestingly enough, yeah. after test screenings, 
the people that were most upset were religious people. Well, first off, I saw that one coming. Yeah. Because um, religious people are never happy no, with you're religious never gonna movies. Make, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You're never going to make people happy with this However, kind of movie. However, from... Either side. From re- no, yeah, exactly. from reading a bit more about uh, Aronofsky making this film. Oh, I don't think we mentioned. Re- uh, yes, directed Darren, by Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Right, that's uh, kind of an important And thing. So, written by So you uh, know it's not going to be totally, like, normal. No, or, like, of course straightforward. not. But, uh, I mean, Darren Aronofsky is Jewish, so it is going to draw from probably growing up. He had probably quite a bit of... You know, Jewish like education in Sunday school or well, I guess no, not Sunday school, Temple school, <laughs> whatever they call it. <laughs> whatever we're, they call it. We are obviously I don't know very what the, ignorant I don't know what the vernacular what, uh, is, but what they do in Temple. But uh, yeah, like whatever the whatever the kids go to while the parents are in school. Maybe they just go to Temple. Who knows? I don't I, know. I, I, well, no, a, a Jewish person would know. Not yeah, us. We should we should ask some some Jewish people. Anyway. <laughs> But I'm I'm like so this story is like probably one that he has heard a million times, you know, and like has right. come up with right. some take on. Um, but you know, so it, it, I imagine that it would be fairly close to the text in some way. Well, interestingly enough, let me just read a brief little uh, tidbit here from an article. All right. Sure, the basic broad strokes of the story are pretty evident. Noah, played by Russell Crowe, hears the voice of God warning him that the world cannot be allowed to survive in the corrupted, ruined form Noah sees around him. It is a violent, freaky, scary world that Aronofsky and his co-writer Ari Handel have created. I'm particularly excited to see how Aronofsky brings life to The Watchers, 11-foot-tall fallen angels with six arms Dude, that's in the Bible. Do you not know that? Yeah. Is it in yeah. Genesis? Yes. yes. It's right before Noah. They talk about the how Nephilim. some angels... It's in the Genesis, Nephilim. though. Yes. Yes, it's in Genesis. That's exactly where it is. The Nephilim. They angels down, that lay with women yep. and the and children they, they produce are giants are, and they're called they're the Nephilim. They have a major presence in the script. And they're heroes and they're of old. Yeah, like, they're the heroes so of old. So a lot of... Like, they talk about, like, in some Bible history that, like, Goliath would Goliath be might have been, descendant of the Nephilim. Hey guys, my uh, uh, yeah. my time at Bible college is finally paying <laughs> off. Mom, Dad, if you're listening, that tuition money went to good use right there. So, so like that's that means it's like very true to the text because yep. like a lot of people jump right past those passages because it's like, well, that's weird. Let's Dude, just continue on. I just hope they include the part. Like after the flood, where Noah's just like drunk off his ass. Right, that's what I'm and, wondering. And then, and, like, and, then his, like, and his, his son, girls, like or his son, whatever, have to like th- drape yeah. a tarp over him. Yeah, because yeah, he just, he's, he's lying out in the sun, naked, drunk off his ass, yeah. yelling at everybody. I, I want- built a boat. <laughs> what did you do? Hey, what did you do, son? Hey, I saved all the animals in the whole world. You know what? A curse upon you and your sons for all the ages. Just for trying to bring me down when I'm having a good time. Bring me more wine. <laughs> like, I really want to see that. Like, Russell just, Crowe doing just that. Just waggling that'll, his, that'll be his Noah too. at him. Hey! hey, hey. <laughs> Aronofsky's just like, it's in the Bible. Yeah. 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 Read it. Just, just Bible. Read it. Go read your Bible. Now, when, when, when I saw the trailer, my first thought was, well, this is going to piss off everybody on the one end of the pendulum and the other. Yeah. It's going to piss off all the eighth, like the hardcore atheists, and it's going to piss off all the hardcore right. religious. Um, and I'm 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 fine with either one of those. Uh, getting angry, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just I'm no me, more concerned. The movie's good. To me, 
I think it's going to be the kind of movie that is going to be like he's going to take all the fantastical elements in Genesis and just bring them to life to the point where if you're like a hardline Christian, you're going to be like, oh, he's just trying to make it seem ridiculous because the story at parts is pretty ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I feel like hardline Christians should be like, he's just trying to make it look like it's all a story. And then, of course, atheists will be like, he's just trying to say God is real. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to go, was it entertaining? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, yeah. You know it's going to be crazy. The visuals in this alone are just, you know. I think it's going to be nuts. pretty awesome. So, yeah. uh, Well, with, like I said, with the, with, with the actorly talent behind it, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. So, All right. Well, I just, I just want to hear him yell, like, for Ham and Shem. Ham, get off there! <laughs> what I say um, about Shem. climbing the... Shem! Shem! Stop climbing the ark. Get down Jennifer Connelly is just like, Sham, li- Sham, listen to your father. <laughs> you, sir, what is your name there? Uh, My name is <laughs> Javert. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jean Valjean. <laughs> it's just him standing on the boat while it's raining. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Got to get in that musical humor there, Chris. Oh, well, I, can, I can edit it out. <laughs> no, you have to get into the musical humor. Okay, fine. It's part of the show. I don't watch a lot of musicals, all right? I watch you, know, but you saw Les Mis. Hey, have you ever... I didn't see Les Oh, you didn't see Did you ever hear of music? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I listen to it occasionally. That? All right, moving on. Oh, we got another trailer? Yeah, Winter's Tale. Oh, yeah, another Russell Crowe movie. That's right, it's a Russell Crowe just showcase here. Yeah. Stravaganza. A burglar falls for an heiress as she dies in his arms. When he learns that he has the gift of reincarnation, he sets out to save her. Did you say heiress? That's what this movie's about. Okay. Wait, did you say heiress? I'm just heiress. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's Harris. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> this movie stars, uh, let's see here. Will Smith. Will, yeah, Will <laughs> Not Smith. Not in the trailer at all. Jennifer Connelly. Who's also in this? She plays. Uh, she wasn't. She plays Noah's wife. <laughs> uh, Colin Farrell, Russell Crowe, William Hurt. Anybody else worth mentioning? Uh, no. Nope. Okay. So this trailer starts out. Um, when ma- Matt suggest you when, when you suggest this, uh, I didn't. Oh, really? This That's right. Parker. Parker did. I'm sorry, Parker did. The first half of this trailer, I thought, why is Parker? or whoever, uh, suggesting this trailer, because it doesn't look like anything that spectacular. It just looks like a, a you know period romance. Right. And then halfway through the trailer, it cuts to New York City modern day. And he's and like, like, what? Yeah, he's like waking up on the ice or something. Yeah, he's waking up, and he can't remember anything about himself. And I'm like, is this, is this a, a, a romantic Highlander movie? <laughs> like, what yeah. the hell am I watching? Um. Uh, also, Russell Car- uh, Russell Crowe's character is se- seems really interesting to me. Yes, yes. Like he he clearly is is not like human, or he's some sort of like spiritual figure, uh, some like entity based on like ruining like love and goodness or something, almost yeah, like a Satan yeah. figure or something like that. But he's like dressed like a a British you know police officer yep. on the beat or something. Yep. Uh, of course, reprising his role as Javert. Uh, 
So, yeah, it, it looks like it could be a pretty interesting movie. Now, it clearly is going to be pretty heavy on the romance. I mean, it's coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh, I know. So, the worst. But, right, guys? No, oh, I, I okay. like a lot of you would. romantic movies. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, I'm hoping that it'll be good. I'm, I'm, I, too, actually am hoping it'll be good. Uh, I can take my wife to it. And I, too, am hoping that it will be good. All right. And my axe! <laughs> And my hope that it will be <laughs> that good. this movie will be good. All right. Well, that's about all I have to say about that. Looks good. Hope it's good. Moving on. <laughs> all right. This week we saw Thor: The Dark World. After all this time, now you come to visit me, brother. Why? Mock. I need your help. But I wish I could trust you. If you did, you'd be the fool I always took you for. Thor, the dark world. Thor, the dark world. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Wait, did you we... say dark? <laughs> what? Did you say dark? <laughs> it's Dirk. It's Dirk, Matt. Dirk, the Dirk world. Look it up. The Dirk world. Uh, anyway, synopsis. Faced with an enemy that even Odin and Asgard cannot withstand, Thor must embark on his most perilous and personal journey yet. One that will reunite him with Jane, foster, and force him to sacrifice everything to save us all. This movie stars hmm. Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Natalie Portman, Tom hmm. Hiddleston, Anthony Hopkins, Christopher Eccleston, whom is the, the man. I really like him. Um, and of course... Uh, Idris Elba, who is also the man. Um, always. So, Matt, yes. what did you think of Thor The Dark World? Thor The Dark World is pretty darn good uh, Marvel film. It, I would say, improves upon the first one overall. Okay. It's not without its flaws, but... What? <laughs> what? You thought it had flaws? Uh, but... Overall, normally I'm the one who's nitpicky and bitchy, but let's yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. But let me finish. Overall, the amount of of good fun and action and good humor uh, that is prevalent throughout this movie makes it impossible not to like. Okay. Uh, well, hit me with your wrong opinion of the uh, griping. What what did you? Well, like about it? actually, this is. I know you don't like when someone reads about something and it makes them think about the movie in a more critical light right right right. but i do have to say that and this is more of a problem with all marvel films i read an article that was posted online the other day about how loki is the only good marvel villain yeah and i thought i thought about that i thought about this movie and you know this it actually you know talks about how like other good actors have portrayed these marvel villains i mean you had uh who was in uh, the last Iron Man movie as Jeremy Irons or uh, I don't know what was his well, name? Well, I know, I know, I know. In um, well, you had you had Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley in the, was in, in it. Iron Man three, Iron Man as two. You had Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Uh, in Iron Man, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges was in Iron Man one. Yeah. Yes, yes. So high uh, high quality high quali- actors. Uh, what was his name not Eli Roth? Um, in in, in Hulk. Um, oh, in well, I don't really count Hulk. Because it's not really 
Tim Roth, yeah, but Tim Roth count that. Why not? Um, it's a Marvel movie. It's not. No. It's, yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's, it's Universal. No, you're, the, you're thinking of the Ang Lee Hulk, the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. Still is, was Universal. No, I'm almost positive. It's I Marvel. am very positive. It's uh, Universal. It might be Marvel Pictures, but it's not Paramount, the company that is currently doing the. But uh, it's still Marvel, Mar- the Marvel Studios. I thought it was Marvel Productions, which is two very different companies. All right. Ah, here we go. The MVL Productions LLC unit has released eight films since 2008 under the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe barrier banner. Blech. Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man okay. 2, right. Thor, Captain America. All right, fine. It's st- it was still done by Universal, though. Anyway. <laughs> but it was still Marvel Studios. Um, and, of course, you have Hugo Weaving in uh, Captain America. Yes. The first yeah. musical. Not very good, though. So, so yeah. All those guys. Oh, but we're, we're talking about great actors. No, yeah, yeah. And, and, and in this film, Christopher Eccleston. Of yes, course. Yes. Great character actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love him. I don't care about his character in this at all. Okay. Like, I really don't. Like, he's just there to be this force of evil and destruction. Like, I don't really get why the Dark Elves want to... They, they kind of explain it, but it's like, who cares? And the whole time, all you care about is seeing Loki. All right, yeah, that's a good point. He's that's the a, anchor. Good, yeah, the, of this those film. moments are like some of the best moments in the movie, right? With Loki in them, right? Like, so it's like, and, and you know, on the one hand, it's great, but on the other hand, it's like get not because you you still don't have an answer for yeah. like a good villain. Like right. even in this film, like yep. who cares? Like in the final fight that Thor has, you're just like, ah, eh, this is cool and everything, but okay, I liked, it, right. I liked that, the better one. He was teaming up with Loki and doing cool stuff. That 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 point I can see. That would be one of my main. That's gripes. not something though that I, I thought. I mean, I read the same article, and that wasn't something that I thought of while I was watching the movie. No, so no, like, I didn't. No, it, it is, it is a retro. Out. It is a retroactive. Right. It's not criticism. something that I was like, oh right. yeah, man. But like afterwards, I completely agree with, and that's more of a gripe towards. Going forward, like what's going to happen? Like because they really need to. Get oh yeah, some, they totally need to get. Yeah, because some better. I was. Better something bad, yeah. I was also thinking about this because I was listening to the Nerdist because they interviewed uh, Tom Hiddleston, yes, who plays Loki, and you know, uh, whatever that guy's name is, Chris Hardwick was like mm-hmm. gushing about Loki. He was like, "Oh, right. they're going to do a Loki movie," and Tom Hiddleston <laughs> was like, "I don't know." Blah blah blah. I was just thinking, like, no, they really shouldn't no they really shouldn't because that's taking a character that yeah sure maybe he had a short run of his own comics but every character in marvel does uh-huh yeah it's you shouldn't be devoting time to a character just because he's like your best one no i, I got it villains. i got it we'll just have tom hiddleston play every bad guy yeah. in just, every have, just have him play other bad guys um no i i uh now when i watched the first thor i i enjoyed it but i had some issues with it uh, one didn't spend enough time in Asgard. Uh, the Asgardian realms. Yep. Two, uh, Natalie Portman kind of phoned it in hardcore. And three, not enough Idris Elba. This movie yeah. fixed Addresses all three all of those problems. Yep. We spend most of the time in Asgard. Yep. I mean, there's a little bit of on Earth, but not very much. It's mostly in Asgard, which is gorgeous to look at. And what's on Earth is like funny stuff yeah usually yeah like it's, it's just it's, there it's, to it's have jokes it's with the characters that whereas, are whereas whereas in the first movie i'm like what are we doing in 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 nebraska let's get back to um uh idris elba has more than three lines in mm-hmm. this one yeah. thank mm-hmm. god 
because uh, he and his char- his character's great. Um, Heimdall's awesome. Yes, and then Natalie Portman actually, you know, she did a better job. Shops that she because she's a great actress, and just, I think she was really phoning I think it in on the first. Why one. she 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 does a better job, or why she fares uh, better in this movie is that they gave her character more of a central point oh yeah absolutely like you don't absolutely. feel like she's just this chick that's here to be the romantic interest no, and like she's in the definitely first not the just rescue me chick in this one either yeah uh um, also her uh compatriot cat dennings yeah uh, who i was a bit annoyed by in the first film i actually thought was pretty funny in this yes. one yes yeah, i actually very funny. found her she's character a, enjoyable she's a poor man's uh who plays black widow what's her name Oh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she's yeah. a poor man, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she yes, is. Always think. She is sort of like a, a nerdy, like mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and of course, of this movie is so worth it just to see Stellan Skarsgård run around naked uh, at <laughs> Stonehenge. Awesome. That was cool. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, I immediately thought when that happens in the movie, I was like, you know, I wonder if Stellan Skarsgård knew that this is where his career would take him. <laughs> um, at he'd be point, prancing around naked in a comic book movie. At this point, the man can do that and still retain like the 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 great title of like actor, and he can still do what he wants. Well, and speaking along those lines. Anthony Hopkins, still great. Still amazing. I mean, still we, amazing. We, we, uh, I saw this movie with Jordan Zimmerman, friend of the show, Tony Skiles and all them, Tim Hall. And, you know, one of the first things we talked about is, like, so often in comic book movies like this, you get, like, the the high prestige actor. Like, I was even talking about Ender's Game with... Um, can't ben remember Kingsley. Name. Ben Kingsley. That's the second time you've forgotten Ben Kingsley. I, I don't remember. Sh- I don't remember stuff. Yeah. So we were talking about Ender's Game with Ben Kingsley. How it's like, yeah, he's good, but it's like you could have had a lot of people do that right, role, right, and it would have right. been the same effectiveness. Anthony Hopkins in the first for- Thor movie, he was like almost he, the thread, like holding oh, yeah. it together, yeah. because you had all these goofy interactions and things happening, but then you have this awesome performance, and he could have easily just. He could he could have been like this he is could, a paycheck movie. Yeah, he could have just gonna, been like this whatever. Is buy I don't, me a new I don't care. <laughs> but that scene in the first movie when he's like casting his son out yes. is like super yes. good and emotional. And in this movie, there again, there's like these great moments between him and Thor. Really good like dialogue that they wrote for him. Like I I feel like his parts, they're like, Anthony, okay, we're going to take this through the writing room like five times because yeah. we're not going to make Sir exactly. Anthony Hopkins say dumb shit. Anthony Hopkins has this very unique perspective on acting. Uh, I've seen various interviews with him, and he he really gets upset at like, um, like uh, 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 method actors and and guys like that who who believe in like chemistry and all that. He just goes, listen, you show up. You know your lines, you do a good job, and you go home. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And like, he just knocks it out of the park every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's kind of evident from from how he, you know, portrays these characters. He just kind of does it. Like, it's, yeah. not like yeah. it's not like every character he portrays is extremely unique, because he's not an extreme character actor. No, But no. in every role he does, like, it's very, like, heartfelt, and he has that sincerity and, like, that utter wisdom yeah that like yeah. he's had for like 30 years now it seems like and i don't know he's just great to watch and this yeah. movie's no exception no I, I, absolutely not i i really enjoyed all the uh the performances like i said i was glad to see natalie portman actually you know act in this one because again i like that was so frustrating about the first one it was like i know natalie portman's this great actress like mm-hmm. she's really phenomenal and then to see the first movie it's like you're well 
You're really doing a bad job. The Star, the Star Wars prequels are evidence, though, that she does work up to the script that she's given and probably the direction. This as well. is okay. Yeah, that 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 that's that's a good point. She's, I actually she's, forgot she's, she was in all three yeah. of those. Yeah, she she's definitely an actress that, and I feel like this is, you know, pretty much usually the case that if she's not given a good script. And if she's not working with if someone, if she has a then, director yeah. that's just going to sit in the chair, that and is go. just not going to not going to help her out. Like she's not, she's probably not going to do a dr- great true. job. And that's it takes true. it takes a certain kind of actor to rise above those situations. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like they're few and far between. Yeah. So, but um, but as far as uh, anything I didn't like about it, I now that you mention it, yeah, the dark elf guy. I don't even remember his name. Malekith. Uh, Malekith. Yeah, like he was just. Kind of there as a bad guy, which is really, again, really sad because Christopher, uh, Christopher Eccleston is a great actor. Well, and part of the problem, and they mentioned this in the article too, is that you really, with the amount that he's, the amount of prosthetics and stuff that he's wearing and the like vocal digital you'd have no idea it was him. It right? took me a couple seconds because my, my, my wife made a, uh, a, a reference to Doctor Who, which he, he played the ninth Doctor, and she's obsessed with Doctor Who. Um and Chris, I don't act like you're not also. Oh, I am Doctor also Who. very into Doctor Who, <laughs> don't sir. Cast it upon but she, <laughs> she got me into it. I was, My I was wife. all like, I was all, hey. I, I was totally, you know, Doctor Who, that's for fucking nerds. And then my wife proved otherwise that no, it's really good. Which is <laughs> no, ironic that I'm just, calling someone a nerd. <laughs> it's just for regular nerds. <laughs> like me. Yeah. So, um, I, it took me a couple of, of, Minutes of, of listening to him, like, oh, that's Chris Reckleson. I didn't even realize he was in this at first. Um, uh, so I, there was that. I do have, I do have something else that I thought of that I did oh, think okay. of while I was watching okay. um, a nitpick or a mm-hmm. general criticism. And this isn't necessarily a slight to either actor, but I do still find the relationship between. Jane and Thor to be less like a romance and more like a, a fan like like a, a girl like adoring like you know because he is a god and whenever they right. whenever they interact you know romantically it honestly just seems like she's this little girl just like oh she, you're so dreamy. that is one that is one thing the way I don't, I don't know if it's actually how it is because I mean I, it probably is I'd be that is way so... about Chris Hemsworth no, no, no. <laughs> no that, that, we that, all I mean the way the way it's shot, it really shows off the fact that Natalie Portman is so very tiny, yes. standing next to Chris uh, Hemsworth. He is like he's just towering over, and she's so. Which, I mean, I don't know how tall she is in like in reality. I don't know uh, actually how tall she is, but in this movie, I, I would imagine she's like four foot tall. <laughs> she's very right. tiny. Which maybe that's how they want it. Maybe, maybe they really do want know. to impress upon us that like. Yeah, this isn't your typical romance. This is more somebody who just fell in love with a god. Right, that's what she right. did. Yeah, exactly. She, she this isn't but some I, regular I, guy I, I that did. she got to know and I, like I think though that it's like like it took itself a little bit less seriously in that regard. I kind of like that cuz it was like a, it's a comic book movie. Like yeah. I don't need to see a great romance that dr- brings me to tears. That's true. Do you know, that, like, is true. Like I want to see just I just want to see like them have some chemistry on the screen. Just you know, to to make me like realize that Thor is not just this you know otherworldly god. Like he's still like you know somehow connected to us and our humanity. Right. Right, so he right. has these moments with Natalie Portman, but like it's not like 
you know, like I don't, I don't really, you know, I did require I, that. I did like the one shot. I actually laughed uh, when it happened because I was like, there was no point to that at all. It was the one shot where he's just washing his hands in in, in this basin and it shots him. He's, he's got no shirt on. Yeah, and he's just rocking. Oh, yeah. the and he walks and he, and he walks, walks over to the edge. And he's and got just like next scene. And I'm like. <laughs> and uh, and I, I thought that was as pointless as the changing not scene pointless in Star at Trek. all. That's like gonna get them like five percent more people coming to the theater. <laughs> well, we just were actually... when like someone's mom. Or oh yeah, I agree. Like, oh, there's this one part where Chris Hemsworth has his shirt off. <laughs> I actually oh, we were discussing friend. it. We were discussing it at uh, Eric Trivia's house, uh, and and his his wife brought up the fa- brought that up, and I said, look. I said exactly what you said. I said. Oh no 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 no! It was for two thirds of the people that are sitting in this room, which were of course the ladies. And it was it was for you. And if we're going to be honest, it's for everyone sitting in the room. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm not I said, saying I can. It made me feel bad about myself. I. I it made I, me look at my tubby self and went ooh. I, I said this, but I don't care how straight you are. When you listen to Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth speak, you get a little tingle in the back of your neck. So. But let's but. talk about the other awesome gentleman in this movie, who is Tom Hiddleston. Oh, yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, I, I think this is honestly, and he's been great in all the Marvel movies that he's oh, been uh, in. Yeah, yeah. And I think he does the best job in this movie. He has a great chemistry with Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Better, better yes. than in the other two movies. Absolutely. Uh, his humor like carries the movie apart. Oh, oh it, it, he he is definitely the 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 funny guy in most of these films, but in not in a wacky no, way. No, 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 he's still very sinister. Yeah. And you're oh, still, yeah. When when it comes into question and all these characters because at one point all the characters that are like friends with Remind Thor him. separately come up to him and like they're like, "Hey, if you if you cross Thor, I'm going to kill you." And I, lo- like, I love the character. line at the very end where he goes, "Well, apparently there'll be a line." <laughs> yes, apparently there's a line. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you're honestly thinking to yourself, like, is he going to cross Thor? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you know, yeah, dude, that scene, like, well, let's go, we'll have to do a spoiler section. Okay. But uh, oh, I'm so tired of doing time codes in these episodes. I, I, I feel like it's only fair though. <laughs> all right, all right. Because right. I, I really want to get into the stuff, but if you get in too much, then anyone right, who hasn't right, seen it's right. like, oh, I didn't want to know that. Okay, fine, I'll do a time code. Good, good. Uh, but yeah, he, he does a really great job. All right, well, let, 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 well, let's get into it now. Let's get into All right, some we spoiler, do spoiler section. Yep, I will, I, will, I will put in a time code. Skip to one hour and six minutes to avoid spoilers. So, continuing along that line, the part where he stabs Thor, and uh, you know, you know, basically goes up to the the dark elves and is like, "Hey, offer me your power." It's one of those moments where there, you you are honestly battling in your mind. You're like, oh, okay, well, this is clearly a fake out because he wouldn't actually do that. But right. then the other oh, part of your brain's see, like, the other part of your brain's like, when he cut, when yeah, he certainly me, would do that. For me, the first thing was when, it, when when he stabs Thor, and I'm like, they did this in the Avengers, and I thought it was dumb then. Like, you're yeah. telling me a god is going to get taken out by a tiny little knife? Okay. Yeah. But then when he cuts his hand off, I'm like, what the yes. fuck is yeah. going on? Yeah, I was what? so, like, I, I, I was like... You know, really, I was buying like, it a hundred percent. I was like, when he stabbed him, I was kind of like, uh, and I was like thinking whatever. When he cut his hand off, I was like, holy I thought, crap! I'm my like, thought was like, how are they gonna get yeah, cover like, from this? My my thought was like, he's not Wolverine. That Ow. shit don't grow back. It's no. gone. <laughs> it, and my my thought was just like, he did it. He he betrayed him. 
Yeah. What the heck's going on? What is happening? I, like, I, I, I thought they were going to try to redeem Loki <laughs> for a minute there, and nope. I was like, what? And then, of course, it yeah. ends up being a ploy, which uh, I thought was great. Yes. Yeah, super great. Um, and then he dies. But you know quote, he's not really. But we all, yeah, I, I saw, I was like, there's no way they're killing off their best character in yeah. the entire franchise of well, Marvel. No, I, I, I thought that maybe he I thought died, there was a possibility. But, but then when they showed that guard, yeah. you're like, okay. Yeah. So Again, you, it's like he's a great character because you don't know you know he's capable of being pretty damn evil, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you also know that he does have a certain amount of loyalty to his yeah. to his family. Well, I don't know. I mean, how much you guys you know are into Norse mythology, but like some of the the storylines and and stories involving Loki are very interesting because they're like he is just eternally it's it's in his nature to constantly betray, but mm-hmm. at the same time. He, he he's very connected to his brother and his father. Like there's this we'll always come fa- back familial and, thing, yeah. and but then like it, they're always in this constant struggle. It's a very weird dynamic to think about. Like that, that there's just like a constant. It's like a trinity, you know, like in other religious things, like a trinity. But it's like you know, there's this overpowering father, and then this the good son and the bad son, and they're always right. like fighting in a, in what some way so they're in a trinity put it like in an, in an angry like <laughs> like trying to always try to like outdo each other but yeah like it like loki is just like just well, bent I, on betrayal but uh, another thing that i love about his character in this movie since we're well into spoiler territory after uh what is the mother's name uh renee russo right I <laughs> yeah fr- frigga Frigga. After Frigga, yeah, Frigga. Uh, wife of Odin, after she dies, uh, it's interesting to see, like, because Thor goes down and visits Loki, and he's just standing there all arrogantly. Oh, yeah. awesome. And yeah. then Thor says, you know what, enough of the tricks. And then Loki <laughs> just tears down his illusion. He's just, like, ripped he's, his he's room ripped apart. ripped everything in, apart. Like, and, sadness and rage. Yeah, yeah. It's so. I thought that. I thought that's. I also great. thought it was uh, the movie never really draws attention to the fact that it is partly his fault that that happens. Partly, yeah, because he, he says like he take yeah the stairs. take the stairs, take the stairs and go right up to the left. Yeah. Clearly, just thinking like oh he's just. And gonna I think that's part of the whole rage a lot of thing mischief. too is that he knows like oh he knows he's partly responsible even though he never says death. it right he's not right. enough he's not enough of a man or he's not good enough to say mm-hmm. to own up to it to his brother right. He's just sort of internally angry about it. So, it's interesting. Yes. Uh, one other thing that I really enjoyed is uh, the humor from Thor. And a particular part, one of my biggest laughs in the movie, is when he is... Uh, towards the end, when there's all this weird time warping and space <laughs> warping going on, and he ends up on a subway yeah, somewhere, he gets on the else, subway train. somewhere else in England... So rather than using his hammer, of course, to fly away, well, the, the hammer movie... is trying to keep up with. Oh, him. that's right. That's the right. hammer's because he keeps going away. to Asgard yes, and, and first, back. Yes, yeah. Before or the I even dark get into world this, or before I even get into this, <laughs> I loved that sight gag. Yes, just yes. the idea because you actually start feeling sorry for Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, they, oh, poor hammer. He he, he, thro- he throws Mjolnir at uh at at the the yeah. Malkith, and then it it, it and then gets him and Malkith warp. To the to the to the, the, uh, the dark elves world yeah, whatever that yeah. was and so, and so like, it's like a whole it across universe. the galaxy and then it gets back but then <laughs> it's like, like oh, on oh Earth. shit I gotta get back to Thor oh <laughs> so no wait, on wait Earth. right now dog wait dude 
Come on, man. So every time, oh, every time Thor teleports somewhere, the Mjolnir's like, all right, we got to go this way. <laughs> it's like, you turn in space. I, I loved that. I was that really was hoping great. that it would, like, take out a satellite or something yeah. just for that, the extra added, not, but just the the scenes of it in space, like, going, there he is. That was that was that was that was whoever came up with that. And then and then of course Thor being stuck on he's in a subway terminal. Yes. And he's like, how do I get to um Yeah, wherever they were somewhere in London and he's like or something. And she's like, take this train. He's like, okay. And he steps on the train and rides the train. But she like bumps into him. She like purposely bumps into him. She like bumps into him a little bit, and you can see there's this little exchange. And right before the cut, Chris Hemsworth just looks at the camera like, yeah. <laughs> Every day, so awesome. I am Thor. So yeah, awesome. I loved. I loved that. That was great. Um, so all in all, I'd say this movie is pretty solid. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, I thought the 3D. I, I I don't know. I saw it in 3D. I did not see it. In 3D, what, so. I I didn't think it was necessary to be seen okay. in 3D. Good. It really I'm, didn't. I mean, it, did. it did what most 3D movies do. Um, where after a while I forget it's 3D. Ooh, let's talk. Not about every movie see, can be great. That's the thing. Right. Like I don't think that's a bad thing to me. But then why am I paying for 3D? Because I honestly think that it was more immer- like you can't ever compare the two. You can't ever have a first time seeing it regularly and then a first time seeing it in 3D. Because like if you see it first either way then the other way you're going to be like hey this is fine it's i did appreciate that they didn't have the sticking something into the camera well i don't think they've had that uh, let me ask you this about pacific rim chris well i think pacific rim was like going for that i think like a lot of movies are just going for the see i feel a lot of films do that whole i mean like when i saw Uh, the hobbit i feel like the hobbit had a lot of crap flying at the screen that i was like that was pointless chris let me ask you this did you feel at all disoriented during the action sequences? Uh, no, four? that didn't happen. Because in the first film, I, saw the I first had heard one a 3D. lot of people complaining about yeah, the that. First one in, the first one in 3D, the problem was you couldn't tell. What, it wasn't disorienting, but you lo- you like couldn't tell what was happening during the the height of any action scene. It just looked like a blur of nonsense. Ah, okay. So like, you're like, who's... And then like they'd take a moment where like somebody would slow down. And then you'd get your bearings and say, "Okay, Thor's winning right now." Ah. You know, like there'd be just like this flurry of action. But they really the gladiator effect is what I call. Right. That's the first movie that I remember seeing where, where I thought, like, like "Who's wh- who is what and where are they standing right, right. now?" But in this one, they were able to lock that down. I guess. Yeah. No. I, not better. not once did I get lost as to who's no. doing what when. Yeah. And there's some pretty big fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah. There like are. not and and I would say there's a lot of people versus a lot of other people. I would say there's generally more action in this film. Than oh the yeah. First one. I, I the, the the other thing I wanted to say that this movie is definitely a sci-fi nerds wet dream. That this is has true. everything. It if, incorporates if so many elements fantasy, from sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. I mean, because like in the, in the beginning, uh, fights like battle scene where they're fighting some spacefaring race who have like laser guns, right. and they're fighting with like axes and long swords and stuff. And it's like even the even like when when um, Asgard's under siege, yeah. right. their spaceships are long boats. Yeah, they're like <laughs> yeah, they're like, like the, they remind me of the skiffs from Return of the Jedi. Yes, that's what yeah, they remind me of. Yeah, that's all very like Viking imagery. Is very but it's high. like also has a lot of like just hard like not hard sci-fi, but just like ra- like what you would standard well, like the, sci-fi. The, the dark elves would not be out of place in Star Trek. Absolutely like, not. The the ship, 
their ships that are like cloaking mm. and uncloaking, yep. and yeah. they, how they how they all sink into the ship. By the way, look like blades that, and stuff, and we're cutting like towers in half. That scene, that scene with Idris Elba when he like notices the ship and he's just <laughs> and he terrassing just jumps and jumps on onto it, starts and takes it, it up down. With his knife. That was awesome. And, he, and he, when he lands, he's like, yeah. And then, <laughs> and like, then he sees a like a hundred more. He's a thousand. Ah, like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you know what though? Despite those ridiculous like disparaging elements it still feels somewhat in place yeah oh no no which i think that's is- a nice thing again in the first one when it spent too much time on earth it's like this is this is oh, yeah, at times kind of ridiculous because yeah. you're on earth in in asgard which is already grand and huge yeah. and kind of ridiculous on its own mm-hmm. all that stuff feels so at home well and it's it's good because the further you go down the marvel rabbit hole the more you'll get all these ridiculous different like elements of sci-fi just, just and wait, fantasy. Just all wait till we get to a Doctor Strange movie. Oh, yeah, Lord, yeah, that's when it gets re- really ridiculous. That's why. That's top. why I was very interested to see whether this movie was going to do well after we saw it opening, you know, night. Because I was like, there was a lot of like, I mean, it was very interesting. But like the first like you know bunch of it is very like explaining how all these worlds interact. And like, but like, way more than the first one. The first one, they kind of just said, "There's multiple worlds and this and this." That's about it. <laughs> and like in this, like you know, they really have to try to explain it because they're talking about them uh, aligning, aligning and all that stuff. Other, yeah. And like, it's it's you know, it's complicated oh, in some very ways. Like for for somebody who doesn't care, like for the average moviegoer who's just like, I want to see Chris Hemsworth abs and I want to see things blow for, up. And for, for for people like my parents who do not read yeah. comic books, right, they, they don't, don't they do not care about superheroes at all. I think they would A enjoy this movie, B understand it completely, like without a problem. Um, yeah, yeah I mean the storyline itself isn't extremely I mean they go out of their way towards the end to not try to explain the like quantum <laughs> fluctuations at all, and they're just like, "Yeah, physics is breaking, right? Some crazy shit's gonna happen. Yep. Get yep. ready." Yep. Um, I do like that where she's like, "Anything could happen." And I'm like, "All oh, right, well, I guess we'll get ready for that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking like, if the, if this moment would have happened in a movie being directed by Joss Whedon, what he would have done with it, you know, like anything could happen. Like he would have like warped in like. You know, some space whale from like yep. another, you know, yep. like, and then it would just be like for one second, be like going about to crash into like Big Ben, and then it's like, boop. <laughs> like he would have done like the most ridiculous. Nonsense. I almost, I, I almost, be, like, I almost think of... that Joss Whedon wouldn't have enough restraint to. <laughs> it would be it too would much. Be too it, much. It, like it would be like the end of Cabin in the Woods. It would just yes, be like just, a cat. It would just be everything he could imagine just happening, happening at uh, the movie is doing quite well. It's already broken the hundred million mark. I I kind of figured it good, would do good. Well. However, it did have quite a production. Uh, one hundred seventy million. Oh this movie yeah, cost to yeah. make this movie was, and but uh, but again, it's just it looks so good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, let's slap a rating on it. What, what do you think? Uh, I guess we can do this after the rating, but I do want to talk about the uh, the stinger. Oh, well, then no, do 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 it now before I. Okay. Because I. Yeah. All right. I want him to. That's true. Because that'll be point. a spoiler. Yeah. Um. So yeah. the stinger for Guardians of the Galaxy. What yeah. did you think? All right. I know very, very, very little. As I feel, most people don't really know that. So much. like somebody even asked me like, "Oh, was the collector in the comics?" I'm like, I have no idea. And he. he I is. do like that it's Benicia Beltoro though. 
Yeah. Did like that. My favorite reaction to it, which I can't claim originality for, uh, I read someone saying, like, my reaction to the stinger. Wait, why is Benicio Del Toro here? Also, why am I in an episode of the Star Trek original series? Because <laughs> it honestly felt like yeah. that set piece that, and everything. That yep. guy, the, yep. the, the, the director, what's his name? The director of Dark World. I got it here. I got it here. That guy was very upset. Alan Taylor. Alan Taylor. Alan Taylor. He was very upset that that had to be tacked onto his, you know, dark, it, brooding masterpiece. It did like, feel it was so very out of place. different. It's so out of place. But, I mean, that's what they do. They, the, 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 the stinger is traditionally directed by the next director. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, I mean, and um, it, makes, it makes sense, but it's just funny that, like, you know, it's so, it's so like, what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, uh, and did you guys sit through the all of the? Yeah, because at the very, very end there was a, there was a little bit of yeah, a stinger. That was great, too. like a like a funny stinger. Yeah, I like that a lot because I was worried that it was just going to be them, like her centered together. around her, and then the kid. And I was like, mm. and then just that thing with the. I was like, that giant the what like whatever Actually, it was, I was chasing very, birds. Honestly, though, like there was a moment where when they were kissing, I thought if if he. Can, like transforms into Loki and then like disappears with her. I was gonna be like, that oh awesome. shit! Oh, shit! That would have been the best. That I mean, been, I didn't even think about that. That, that would have been like you know, like clearly saying like, oh, another movie centered around Loki. So like, I'm glad they didn't do that. But for half but a second, it, I thought, oh no, not me, not me. I want all the Loki movies, and well, that would have been awesome. It will be interesting to see before we do our rating. It will be interesting to see whether. Um, Jane lives to see another full Thor movie because I honestly thought she was going to die in this one because nah. uh, I don't think they'll kill like I major characters. Like, I mean, not like I don't think well, they'll kill like, Jane. Uh, she might go away or something, but I don't know that they. I kill could her see off. them doing it because in the comics, Thor I think eventually does end up being like his main love interest does become Sif. And I don't know if that means I don't. Rem- I don't think Jane dies. These, movie, but these movies don't follow the comics. Right, they don't really, be honest with But ourselves. I mean, the, the biggest thing is I think Natalie Portman has said, "Yeah, I don't know if I want to be doing like these again and again." That's that. So, th- that's where these movies are going to have a problem with is a lot of actors and actresses are like, I don't know, right? I don't and know there's no. Yeah. And to be honest, if I'm looking at it from like an executive standpoint, there's no reason I should have to sink a ton of money into. Jane Foster. No. Right, especially if Natalie Portman puts her foot down. It's like, fine, I'll do it, but for like a billion dollars. Yeah, like, Listen, I, I they, could they, see. They I could easily, see they easily wrote her out of, um, or not needing her in the Avengers. Right. Yeah. Like, it was just, all, all they did was pay for her picture, and that was yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. So. Anyway. And they wouldn't even had to have done that. They could have just been like, oh, uh, yeah, we moved Jane Foster. Right. All right, moving on. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. But, uh, rating... Yeah, hit, hit me. What do you think? I'll give it four out of five. Nice. That's what I was going to do. Stolen Daniel. from an internet review. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Never mind. I was gonna, <laughs> it I, is I, stolen. The last two things that I reviewed were like that. Remember, I was like, I give it, you know, like, I forget. It was just like I just said the number I, out of the House out of the, of the devil. Yeah. Yes, that's what I said. Out of the devil. I was going to say four out of World. I give it four out of five dark worlds. Nice, nice. nice. Totally original jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's not. Mine's not going to be funny. I'll just tell you that right now. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Uh, 
Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, my God. Wow, this really isn't funny. <laughs> you were not kidding. You were very, very honest. Yeah. Right, well, you, you moving good, on. You did a good moving job on. saying what you were going to do. Moving on. I'm glad you lived up to uh, being not I've funny. I've never heard a more honest statement. <laughs> do what I can. All right. Next week's movie uh, for the next Netflix movie is uh, Flight. Mm. Great film. Great yes. film. Great film. That I definitely can't remember wait, yeah. to watch. Can't wait for all of us to sit down. Uh, that's okay. I have a week to record that show. Yep. I can just watch it then. Yep. Yep. No problem, Hopefully man. I'll remember by then. Yep. Uh so um all right. Well that about wraps it up here for us on End of the Critic. Uh as always, want to remind everybody to check out the Facebook page. In fact, um oh no, I'm gonna announce it next week. Never mind. So yeah, <laughs> check out the <laughs> Check out the Facebook page. We might announce something. There might be an announcement. I'm pregnant. (laughs) We're expecting. Is the podcast? Yes, a baby podcast. (laughs) We've we've referenced the fact that the podcast is a baby. Right. And and but but you haven't really no, given. But now the baby's gonna have a baby. <laughs> the baby's gonna have a baby. Ooh. Oh man, you know how kids are today. Oh, boy. <laughs> just Youths, just Youths. getting down earlier and earlier. You know. Oh god, freaking Russian dolls, oh, man. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah, want to want to uh, remind everybody to check out the Facebook page, uh, like us. Uh, review us and rate us on iTunes. Uh, I say just check out the Facebook page. Don't like us, but just look at the Facebook page. Check it out, you know? Check it out. Um, See what it's all about. As always, want to uh, thank Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song off the Geek Remix albums. You can get them on (laughs) geekremix.com. Trying to go so scared. You can't even hear what he's saying. So scared. So I thank Bob Robinson. Oh, Robinson, 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 Robinson. Right. I didn't really say anything there. Don't, don't worry, guys. You don't need to react. <laughs> thank you, com. Thanks. All right. Well, let's just, you know what? I'm done. I'm just done. <laughs> so oh, come done on, Chris. Be no. happy. No, it's a podcast. I can't, I can't, I can't deal come with it. Come on, buddy. This is your favorite part of the week. Chris, put the gun down. No, Chris. Chris. You have oh so gosh. much to live for. No. Well, I guess this means I can go to bed earlier. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, so, anyway, I all right. Uh, check us uh, check us out next week uh, with our review of Flight. Uh, so uh, until next week, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Matt Schaefer. Let's catch you later. Bye. Bye.